for five at certainly like it's not disaster. consuming me like twenty four seven. What do you want track to do? Hi, I'm Woody Kincaid, and welcome to The Price of a Mile. This is the May edition of our podcast. And today we'll be interviewing Bowerman Track Club runner Shelby Houlihan. She's a 12-time All-American at Arizona State University, where she won the national championship in 2014 in the 1500 meters. She was 11th in the 5000 in the 2016 Rio Olympics. And she was national champion in both the mile and two mile at USA Indoors in 2017. If you like what Shelby said, she was really candid in this interview, then make sure to reach out at Shelbo800 on Instagram. And thanks again for Sidious Mac for putting on the podcast. And lastly, thank you to Jesse Johnson for making the music for this episode. All right, let's get to it. Shelby's brand new house that she happens to own here in Beaverton because she ran really fast. She she won the mile and two mile <laughs> and indoors this year. Yep. She's national champion Trying twice. Trying to pay off my mortgage. Yeah, so she's got a mortgage now. <laughs> Upstairs in her room, her cat's right outside, and we're just going to ask her about, about your life. All right, sounds All right. good. I was watching some YouTube videos. You said you have been running since you were five years old. Yes. Yeah, so my mom ran professionally for ASICS. She was a marathoner. Grew up around running my whole life. She put me and my little sisters in one mile cross-country races and liking it a lot. Is <laughs> When you were five? Yep. Yeah, actually, you know, I I used to Irish dance when I was five and I still really loved it. But you a lot of like what? people really, I Irish dance. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I want to see you Irish no, dance. No, I killed it. But your mom was a runner, your dad was a runner. Yep, my my dad also ran, uh, not professionally, but uncle also ran. He was a indoor national champion in the mile or the 800, one of those two. And then your family, they obviously supported you then all the way. Yeah. It wasn't too much though, they didn't like push you like... No, not, not really, they just were very supportive. My mom was always there like giving me advice and stuff even when I didn't really want it. <laughs> Yeah. So <laughs> that's universal. <laughs> yeah. 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 When I was little, it was just kind of like, you should listen to your mom because she has been there, but like, it's my mom, so I don't want to listen to her. But no, she was, she always was there for me. She's like my number one fan. Her and my, her and my dad are. And even through college, my mom was trying to go to like every single meet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, I met your mom. Yeah. She was there. Yeah. She, she was, I know. She yep. She wanted to make the trip to Albu- Albuquerque and for indoors. And so that was fun. Hung out with her a little bit. It's funny because your parents know running. It's very different than most parents. Yeah. Most parents know nothing about running. It can be good and bad because my mom can also be very honest, (laughs) I guess. 
same with my dad. Yeah. yeah. Which is fine, but she also doesn't know when to not be honest. So it'd be like five hours after my race and she's already kind of like cracking jokes. <laughs> like yeah. if it were to go- have gone bad and I'm like, mom, it's like still too soon. <laughs> like you, you really need to tone it back a little bit because I'm not over it yet. <laughs> like when you got out kicked uh, for your 1500. During her senior year of college, Shelby was winning the NCAA 1500 meter final, the same race that she had won the year before. She had led the race from the gun, and with 100 meters to go, it looked like she had dusted the rest of the field. And then with 10 meters to go, she lets up just a little bit, and she's out leaning at the line, and she ends up taking second. The 1500. Yep. She, like, at dinner that same day, she was, like, cracking a joke, like, well, if you hadn't let up or something, and I was like, it literally just happened. I'm so mad at you right now. (laughs) Yeah. She means well. That that is nice, actually, because my parents, they think that, like, you have to win. Like, you didn't... You didn't win you didn't this race. Win, so. <laughs> so you didn't have a good race. Yeah. It's like, well, I ran 13-12, Dad. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but you got fifth. So, like, I'm sorry about your race. <laughs> you know? I'll win eventually. Just, I need to build up. Yeah. I mean, I remember following my mom around on her long runs, her, like, three-hour long, long runs. And we, me and my dad would get in the car and follow her around. And <laughs> that's how we would spend our Sunday morning. When you so, were... When I was little, kid? yeah. <laughs> When did you, like, get serious, like, okay, I'm going to start running uh, competitively? More like eighth grade to high school. Before that, I was just running because I had so much energy and it was something to do. Yeah. And <laughs> I was fast. You, you so. had a lot of energy. That's <laughs> yeah. definitely true. Yeah. Yes. I, they called me the Energizer Bunny <laughs> yeah. in middle school. So I had to ask her how middle school played out. In exactly. middle school, I, yeah. I was a band nerd and I... Didn't want to be like all the other girls, so I decided I was going to play the trumpet. And I was really good at it. I took private lessons and everything, and I was in jazz band. (laughs) So I'd get up really early before school and be in jazz band with my trumpet. Uh, And then I eventually, I moved to the French horn, and I I was pretty good. But when I got to high school, I didn't want to be the band nerd, so I quit. I even had a solo in middle school. Yeah, I don't actually remember how it went. <laughs> I like completely blocked it out because I was so nervous. Yeah, and then I got to high school and I dropped it because I didn't want to be the band nerd. Uh-huh. So I know I should have stayed with it. You would have had tons of friends. In I high probably school. would have. I mean, they would have been weird friends, but I would have had friends. So. <laughs> yeah, band, band friends are the best. Yeah, yeah. So and I also play the piano. I took piano lessons for like five years and I still kind of just randomly will play it but how good did you get at the piano you know they have piano recitals I I had I did piano recitals when I was little my grandma thought it was like she was convinced I was going to be a pianist when I grew up because I would just go downstairs and like bang away on the piano when I was like three so when she died, she left me her piano. So I have a, I have my own piano in I back in Iowa still. We need to bring it here. I, I think I'm going to actually. Yeah. Uh, this fall, I might make a road trip and bring my piano to Oregon. So. Like, I just saw you fidgeting with a Rubik's cube. Yes. Like one day you just decided to to learn <laughs> in how high to do the Rubik's cube. I was such a nerd. I'm still such a nerd. I wanted to learn how to do the Rubik's cube, so I sat down and I watched. I spent four hours watching this YouTube video and writing down all the algorithms, and I memorized it, and now I can 
solve a Rubik's Cube. Well, you just fiddle with it, like you... Oh, yeah, like, when I'm sitting watching TV, I will repeatedly do the Rubik's Cube, like... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am definitely a dork. Yeah, that's fine. She then explains why she attended ASU, and she goes on to tell us how her high school experience changed her. I grew up in Sioux City. When I was 18, I decided that I was done with the snow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I hate being cold, so obviously I just went to Arizona State. <laughs> Is that what it was? <laughs> the no. sun? I mean, I really, yeah, I really like the sun. When I visited there, it just kind of felt like home. I knew I would be happy there if running, for whatever reason, wouldn't work out, or if I would get hurt, I would be happy there regardless. So that mm. kind of was a big factor in my decision on where to go. I definitely wanted to leave Iowa because I didn't have the best high school experience and I oh. just wanted to start over. <laughs> I know you're not the same person you were then, but I looked at, I, I went pretty deep. Or I don't know, someone on the team showed me uh, a picture from your high school, embarrassing oh, high school pictures. <laughs> and this one was, was you, I believe with, uh, maybe it was your Tumblr or something. Did you have a Tumblr? Uh-uh. Uh, MySpace? I don't I know. I had a MySpace, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a selfie in the mirror and a finger in one hand and just said, the haters underneath. I don't even remember that. Where <laughs> did was, you find this? I, I don't know. Someone on the team showed me it. That's and, not surprising. Yeah, you kind of had this rebellious streak in high school. It was like kind of rebellious, but it was mostly I was really trying to fit in somewhere. I didn't have a lot of friends in high school. I had no one that I was close to. I felt that I could like kind of fit in that way by being rebellious. Were you like sneaking out? Were your parents like getting mad oh, at yeah. you? Yeah. I was sneaking out, and oh, I was a handful. I would not have wanted to deal with me. <laughs> well, you always um, have this energy. Yeah. I kind of didn't identify with any of the jocks were, like, n not my type of people. I was, like, still, I was very, very shy, and I think that's really why I didn't have a lot of friends. Yeah. <laughs> and you had dyed hair and... Uh-huh. I did not skateboard. I dressed like I skateboarded, but I have no idea how to skateboard, so... I can do an ollie. <laughs> That's nice. it. That's nice. all I got. I can't even, like, actually skateboard. <laughs> right. That's fair. Did you listen to, like, angsty music, too? Like, like I was Blink-182 all the way. I was Lil Wayne. Like, Lil Wayne, Kid Cudi... A lot of rap. I you yeah. should you should listen to this some of the, some of the CDs that I have in my car. I still have them in there. I pop them in once in a while and just jam out because it's just kind of funny. Oh, I still listen to the music I listened to in high school. Like brand new. You don't know these bands. Probably not. Blink One Eighty Two. Just a ton of angst there. Oh, My Chemical Romance. It's really okay. embarrassing. <laughs> it's really bad. But you know, Jagger likes MCR too. Likes what? My Chemical Romance. Oh yeah. Yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, that's okay. I'm sure so I've heard was... some other songs. I just Lil <laughs> Wayne <laughs> when nice. he was back when he was good. Now he's like <laughs> he's not good now. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't listen don't to him know. anymore. But <laughs> well, this the, the I liked Akon personally in the age of Auditune. We talked about Akon for a while longer, but I'll spare you. And we eventually started talking about her love for Harry Potter. Harry Potter. I watch all eight movies probably every two weeks. <laughs> I am the master of rewatching movies. So, uh, do you, how do you feel about Lord of the Rings? Just curious. Uh, I actually am going to start reading the books. I just bought them. I do like the movies. I haven't seen them. I've only seen them a couple of times. So yeah, I'm going to start reading the books and then I'll rewatch them as I read. <laughs> I personally fall, I, I just like Lord of the Rings more than Star Wars or Harry Potter. I guilty confession. I 
I actually read the Harry Potter books for the first time like two years ago. So you were in the movies? <laughs> I was really into the movies. That's fair. And I got crap for loving the movies but not reading the books. So I was like, okay, I'm going to read the books. And I did. No, because I like Lord of the Rings. I haven't even read the second. Really? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's I... just like doesn't take as much time to rewatch the movies. Than it... Are you into sports? Into sports. Yeah, because you're always... Besides running. I mean, everybody sees you rep the Cubs pretty yes. hard, especially. I am a Cubs fan. That's... I don't really watch any other baseball. I only watch the Cubs. <laughs> I like watching college football. I'm not a huge pro football fan. I don't actually have any reason why. I just like college better. <laughs> After we talked about the Broncos for a while, uh, we talked about sports. I offhandedly either said or implied that the culture on a men's track team is completely different than the culture on a women's track team. I didn't say it that way, obviously course we debated that and we politely waited and listened to each other's perspectives i just know that i remember in portland that the culture on the guys team was totally different than the culture on the women i can see that yeah in what way do you mean okay so i'm curious we were very we're like a very bro-y team i wouldn't say fratty we're just very uh first of all we're really awkward all of us were super (laughs) awkward uh but we all we're we're pretty bro-y you know and and the women, I, it, was, it was so like, it was kind of standoffish, sort of. Really? They were like super nice to each other, but they weren't they weren't the same closeness that we were. At least externally, that's what I saw. Maybe they were. I don't know. Like on our team right now. No, no, oh, this is in no. Portland. Okay. No, like I was surprised when we came to BTC. Like we hang out with the women. Yeah. We're friends with the women. The difference is like at Portland, we like dated the women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I would actually agree with that. Even at ASU, like, the guys team would always hang out. I would be hanging out. I always hung out with the guys team. I never really hung out with the girls team because they just, like, were very, very serious about it. Not that I wasn't. Like, I work hard, but I like to, like, hang out. And, like, it shouldn't always be so serious. You should have fun doing it. And they just, like, didn't really know how to have fun sometimes. Not that, like, we were, like, drinking all the time. It's just, like, fun to, like, hang out and, like, play Mario Kart and... Just like random stuff, and the girls never really got together unless it was like a designated team dinner or something. <laughs> you know, no one really just hung out together. Our team now is definitely like that. We'll just like go hang out. We play board games together. Yeah. We'll play that stupid meme game, <laughs> that meme yeah. game together. There's definitely a generational gap there. Uh-huh. Like the older guys, are like, what is? I don't know memes. I don't know memes. And then we'll go out. We'll dance together. Uh huh. Yeah, this team is definitely a lot more close-knit than anything I've ever had before, which is, it's awesome, because mm-hmm. I've never, I've, even the team at ASU, like, I still trained mostly by myself like, in the workouts, or Louis would throw in some freshman boys, like, <laughs> sacrifice. <laughs> After she had finished college running, did she have any concerns about joining BTC? I wasn't sure when I came here how I would react to having people that would, like, other girls that would push me, so I was kind of hesitant about joining a group in the first place but it's honestly been the best decision that I've ever made and everyone it's not in a like a bad way that we push each other it's just like very supportive trying to get each other through the workouts that are hard and and you guys are like real to each other yeah yeah yeah. I mean yeah it's like if you're kind of being a pansy I'm gonna I'm gonna call (laughs) you out and tell you like yeah you're fine you can hang on this rep like you'll be fine i it's even with Courtney right now. She, we had to make, we had to like, 
make her stop timing the workout because she was just like in her head like we're going too fast and then she'd fall off and I'm like our speed workout the other day I was like you're not timing this <laughs> so she didn't time it and she we she ended up PRing in her 400 <laughs> so yeah. it's just like it yeah you well, just... well you lay down the law a lot of the times in the workouts right now you're just I, powerful I right like now. to push it a little bit yeah <laughs> yeah I mean it's night and day different right now from how I was last year. Last year I was getting, trying not to get dropped in the workouts, and this year I'm like feel so strong, like an entirely different person. So it's kind of fun being able to push the pace a little bit, bring other people along with me. Wait, which is good. Yeah. Because it's going really well. Yeah. So. As long as I don't get hurt, knock on wood. Never really been hurt. Yeah. So. Don't say that. I know. Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of injuries, just so everybody knows out there, I'm going to talk about myself for a second. Yeah, go for it. Since the last time I've been here, I've actually got a stress fracture in, mm-hmm. in my femur, which isn't supposed to happen to anyone, but it happened to me. And <laughs> I'm definitely not anorexic, I can tell you that. <laughs> and I'm not a trooper in the military, which is what this usually happens to. I think the problem with being injured, I don't know if you, you've never dealt with it, everyone has a reason for why you were injured. Just don't catch yourself in that trap. Everyone yeah. I talk to is like, oh, well, he's injured. He's not, he has poor nutrition. Because that's, of your diet. <laughs> yeah. That's number one. And and it's I just don't eat meat. So so maybe I do have to do a, a better job of getting nutrition. I'll give him that. Yeah. But it can be done. And yeah. there are a lot of other things that went into play besides just nutrition. Oh, yeah. You never know exactly what it was. So it's like just kind of got to like guess yeah. and change things and hope it doesn't happen again. But yeah, it it is It's a guessing game a little bit. I wish I could say I'll be more like careful next time. Yeah. But I won't be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's just not it's just not my nature. Yeah. Yeah. Recovery is like huge. Last year I would get done with these workouts and literally lay in bed all day because I couldn't move. Yeah. I'd just be like done. I feel so lazy because everyone else on the team is like doing double runs or they're like going for a swim later and I would just like hang out and watch TV all day. Like that was what I did. But I didn't need to do more than that. I needed to recover and I, it like allowed me to have a really good year and I was, was able to stay healthy. So it's like sometimes doing less is better for you in that aspect. You've been here for a year. You're fortunate not to get injured and that's why yeah. it's just <laughs> keep going up, yeah. right? Yeah, it's a learning curve. Yeah. It's always a learning curve. <laughs> so, yeah. So I'm injured, everybody. <laughs> totally <laughs> I'll be back. Yep. So don't count me out. So now that you're doing all this, just this year, look back on it. You went to the Olympics. Which Say it one more good. time. You went to the Olympics. <laughs> then you Sometimes come back in indoors like and you win nationals twice. Yeah. What do you still want from this? Oh, I always want something from it. I want to make the world team this summer. I want to break four in the 1500 and I want to break 15 in the 5k. I would love to do them this year, but I've been trying to break two in the 800 for the last like three years. So (laughs) one of these times it'll happen, but getting in the right race, I need to get out fast enough. That's my big thing. How often do you think about running? Because you come to practice and you're super stoked always to do a workout. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, you really are. And I'm pissed because it's like, oh. I just want to focus on the workout and you're just you're so happy and ready to go. And I, I sometimes like to do the opposite of that. Yeah. Like thinking about it? Yeah, how often do you think about it? I don't know actually. I mean, it's always kind of on my mind because it's such a huge part of my life and it's something that I really love to do. It's not consuming me like 24-7. Like 
I have a fairly short attention span <laughs> for yeah. the most part. So <laughs> when I come home after a workout, I'm not like I'm not thinking about it and just doing other things and watching Harry Potter, <laughs> playing with Miko. Miko's her cat. Yeah, he's so, the best cat. <laughs> yeah, he's a good cat. He actually is a friendly cat. He's very friendly. Super Are you lovey. a cat person or dog? Person? I'm definitely a cat person. Okay. Well. So, I don't mind dogs as long as they're not, like, jumping on me and really annoying. It's really funny. I like calm animals that just, like, chill. Even though I'm, like, a very high-energy person, you would think that I want a high-energy animal. Yeah. But I don't, don't like that. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. You see those little dogs? They're, like, shaking when the grass is too tall. It's no, horrible. No, that's really funny. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm going to Have you thought about what you're going to do after this? I mean, now you have a house. I have a house. And you sometimes go on spontaneous dates with cops and <laughs> some, what was it, The Bachelor? The Bachelorette. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I want to do afterwards. I'm not, like, super worried about it, I guess. I have faith that I'm going to find something else that I really love and I'm going to pursue that and it's going to be great. I don't yeah. know what that is yet, but I'll figure it out when the when I need to. That's probably how I feel, too. Like, yeah. I'm just going to throw myself into this. Yeah. And I assume the next thing I'll do, I'll throw in myself to that, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm hoping this lasts for another 10 years, at least. Yeah. You're 24 now. You just turned 24. Just turned 24. Super yeah. young. Since, since you've gotten... I mean, you were really good in college. What? You were nine-time All-American? How many times? Twelve. Twelve-time. Twelve-time all... You were a twelve-time All-American in college. Do people treat you differently now? Than in college? No, just like now that you've solidified yourself as a name in the sport. Not really. What, in what way? Obviously, you have a lot, lot more confidence. Yeah. Are people more standoffish? Do they? Do you think? I don't think so. I think, if anything, people are. Maybe not people. I'm more outgoing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm like friendlier with people because yeah. Again, I have a habit of being very quiet around a lot of people because I, I just get overwhelmed and kind of shut down. The more success I've been having, the more confident I, I am in myself. I'm just able to like talk to people better. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's kind of like correlating into other things besides just running, which is, it's more just going back to confidence than anything. Okay. So now that you've, you've really put your mind to something and you've you're very successful, maybe one of the top two runners in the United States. But before that, even you were, you obviously were changing. When did you really struggle with, were you, were, I mean, now you have this confidence. I mean, you haven't always had it, right? No, I have definitely confidence has been something that I, I've struggled with. Not as much in running, uh, more like personally in high school didn't yeah I mean I said before I didn't really have a great experience and I struggled with being depressed a lot and that has I'm a very intense person when I'm really happy I'm like very very happy and when I'm sad I'm very very sad and that kind of I've struggled with depression kind of the last seven or so years and more recently have kind of figured out I'm completely in control of whether I'm happy or not. So I... Maybe maybe this goes hand in hand. Yeah. Where you're like, I can control my yeah. life. Yeah, I mean, and 
with running, like, kind of getting confidence from that, and I don't know, I've just kind of been able to get confidence all around, not, even without, outside of running. I like myself now, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. I've kind of learned that people will like me if I, like, actually am just myself. They, I don't know. How did you realize that? Was it through counseling? Were you, or you just kind of, like, just... No, things just, like, kind of started clicking, I guess. I In high school, I was in this relationship that was really bad and very, like, emotionally abusive. And so I kind of left that relationship having absolutely no self-esteem or self-confidence, kind of feeling worthless, I guess. And so it took me probably four or five years to have any sort of confidence in myself outside of running. I, I, I've always like believed that I would be good at running and that I could run professionally and all this stuff. But I have, I've struggled on the personal uh, side of just having confidence in myself. There are so many runners I know have like this, especially in running of like a little bit of insecurity about like running, first of all. Yeah. Just like a little bit insecurity in general. Like that's yeah. like really, I wonder if that's part of the sport. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I mean, maybe <laughs> I think, I don't even know if it's just in running. I think just everyone struggles with in, like different insecurities. Yeah, that's true. Um, that's yeah, true. I mean, and I've kind of come to terms. Like right now, <laughs> this one, this one's kind of funny. I've always been very insecure about my forehead, so I've always had bangs. Yeah. And all well, I was gonna bring it up. Yeah. <laughs> all, <laughs> all growing up, I've had bangs because big forehead. So I was finally this last year, I was like. I want to get over this. I'm just going to grow my bangs out and I'm going to get over this insecurity. And that's what I'm doing right now. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm trying. Yeah. As I've gotten older, just I've become more comfortable with myself. I think I'm a cool person, uh, <laughs> I guess. Uh, but I, think, I, I yeah. like who I am right now. And it's kind of like the way I look at it, you can have... 100 people go to the same movie and some of them are going to love it and others are going to think that's the worst movie they've ever seen. Not everyone's going to like me and that's fine. They're just not my people. You yeah. Know? Be myself and usually people like me <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. If yeah, they don't, that's fine. I don't really care. That's interesting. I mean, yeah, I do care that people like me, but my, mine always has been, and it carries over to running, is I worry that... I was always a kid, like, if you like, are you a chicken? Are you a chicken? <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not a pussy. I get yeah. to it. So, like, I think that's that's my, one of my biggest downfalls. If somebody pushes me, somebody, I'm really, I really want to push people, like, prove them wrong. Yeah. And when somebody pushes me to the point where they question if I'm a coward, uh-huh. then I will do really dumb things. Just horrible. Yeah. Terrible, make terrible decisions to, to prove them wrong. So you're, you're right. Everyone like deals with something. Yeah, everyone has uh, something. I don't think my mine's the same as as yours necessarily, but it's you're right. Someone's yeah. always dealing with something. Yeah, I mean, mine's just been trying to be comfortable with myself, and as I've done that, I've been more comfortable putting myself out there and talking to people and being being vulnerable has been really hard for me. That's why, like, <laughs> when I. When I made the Olympic team and I was crying at the trials, everyone was, like, so shocked because that's, like, I don't show a lot of emotion most of the time unless you really know me and I'm very comfortable with you. Yeah. 
yeah, you just like won't see a whole lot. So I don't think that's true at all. You first don't. Of all, no, no. You. Got, I. Just, I was watching YouTube videos. Personality shines through. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Yeah, a little bit. The more comfortable I am, the more you see. But I think that's true with anybody. But <laughs> yeah, I don't know. One thing I know about you is you love to dance. I love to dance. Uh, what's your favorite jam? Right now it's Bruno Mars 24 Karat Magic on the way to workouts. Currently I will blast it as loud as I can and I will have a dance party in my car on the way to the workout. <laughs> it's so much fun. That's what I like. I have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, you definitely are pretty like spontaneous in that way though. You're just like, it's, you'll just get excited and you're like, I'm, I'm going to do this. Yeah. I'm the same way. Absolutely. I'm having fun and I'm in... I'm happy, so I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's important to do things that make you happy, even if they're a little spontaneous at times. Dude, this was awesome. Yeah. Are you, and, and uh, that's it. That's all I'm gonna ask. Here's a question. <laughs> beat one, as in like beat in a race, like uh, train with one or kill one. Yeah. Got it. Uh, Molly Huddle. This is gonna be dangerous. <laughs> it's fine. Ken Conley or Abby D'Agostino. Beat one, train one, kill one. Beat one, as in beat in a race, train with one, or kill one. Actually, you have to kill one. I don't wanna kill anyone. <laughs> well, you have to. This is the race. Oh, this man. This is the situation. Oh. <laughs> don't, I know you don't wanna kill anyone, but you. I don't wanna kill anyone, and then they're gonna be mad that I'm killing them. <laughs> you, you're okay with beating them. Oh, yeah. I think you should kill the one you were most threatened by, personally. No. No. They're, they'll make me better. Yes. Um, beat Molly. Abby's super positive. I don't want to train with Abby. And then I don't want to, I don't want to kill Kim, but she... <laughs> yeah. Alright, Kim's gone. I'm sorry. She's out. Peace. And Kim's just got the short end of the stick. That's I just it. don't really know Kim that well. <laughs> So. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Alright, that will be our show for May. That was Shelby Houlihan. You can find her on Twitter or Instagram at Shelbo800. And if you want to see the other Bowman runners, you can check them out at BowmanTC. Price of a Mile has a Twitter at POAM Podcast. And lastly, thanks again to Jesse Johnson for creating the music for this episode. If you want to hear all of Price of a Mile, check out Sidious Mag for every interview.